Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dagger and Chase teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. <laughs> Here we are. It is early. I am awake. I am a little sick, but we are doing this thing. And yeah, mm. the two of you are coming to this side of the world in a few days, or tomorrow. Yeah, I know. For me and Jace, this is our last yeah. evening time, drinking Bible time. For the rest of the year. Uh, for the next couple of months, and it's going to be morning, Friday mornings, bright and early, Friday morning service. Yep, Friday morning right. service, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know we do have some Australian listeners in the chat who join us somewhat regularly, so we'll be closer in spirit to them. Right. Having yeah, a little beautiful. morning, hot toddy, little morning, boozy hot chalk, maybe a little morning, Ooh. boozy Irishy kind of coffee. I really want to lean into that this year if, if at all possible just love that that's fun yeah 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 that's very sweet yeah mine will mostly be just some some kind of alcohol inside of coffee that'll be the main theme <laughs> there think. you go yeah I feel like I remember that happening last year so mm, yeah, yeah we'll make that yeah. happen again I don't know I remember a lot of Friday mornings starting my day with a beer and it just doesn't hit quite right yeah yeah yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe if I got up really early in the morning on a Friday morning and like went for a run, like a very vigorous vigorous run and then came back and like slammed oh, and a then lager. Like a post-run beer. Oh, then yeah. it would probably feel real good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Shit, I got to try that. Maybe For sure. Maybe if I did that, I'd even be able to be productive afterwards. Mm. Mm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced, but... Next week, I've just got to figure out what I'm going to do because um, it's like the opening day for all of the Christmas celebrations here. So I may like be almost non-existent in the alcohol department, but we'll see. That's fine. Maybe just a, a little hot toddy, like you said. Just- <laughs> that would be fun. Just a tiny toddy. A yeah, tiny toddy, a tiny Tim is what we'll call it. A tiny Tim. Yes, yes. I love that. <laughs> Wait, okay. We were we were joking because Christmas Carol, you know, is during this time. It's not really biblical, but it feels a little biblical with the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost thing. It's a trinity, right? Okay, there is a trinity of ghosts, I suppose. There's yeah. three spirits, yes. There, There's a trinity of ghosts, sure. Yes, sure, sure. but we were laughing because like Bob Cratchit, right, is Tiny Tim's father. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that means that Tim's name is Timothy Cratchit. I don't know why, because, but that just made me laugh so freaking hard. We were cracking up about Timothy Cratchit. You know, Timmy Cratch, as yeah, we all Timmy call Cratch. him around the neighborhood. Timmy Cratchit. <laughs> Timothy Cratchit, yeah. Boy, oh boy. Um, anyways, yeah, and so I saw all of the biblical people, the people who you know love the Bible and and our pastors and stuff last week, which was fun. Talked a lot about Christianity, a lot about Catholicism, hmm. a lot about having to go and 
do confessional as a young person and how scary that is for people, which was really oh. interesting to me. Like, that's probably not something that you all experience, but... Yeah, I've never gone to confession. No, that's very much a Catholic thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just that it's really scary to, like, go into the little compartment and talk about, try to, like, talk about, like, what you did wrong. Yeah. Huh. It never occurred to me that that would be scary, but that makes sense oh, really? as a little kid that that would be scary. Yeah, I don't know. Well, as a little kid, kid. It's, yeah, you're just like being shoved in a box to talk to a dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. I guess it never occurred to me. And trying to figure out like things to say, like, well, I guess I lied to my sister and I right. boinked her on the head with my toy, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like, what do you... <laughs> yeah. I've always what been intrigued by it. I mean, I think when you're a child, it's a weird exercise, perhaps. But I think as an mm-hmm. adult, I, th- I think about the many hundreds of years that confession was essentially a proxy for therapy uh, for so many people. Yes. You know, where like, literally, that's probably the only specialized place that you can go to get stuff off of your chest, as it mm. were, where if you're mm-hmm. feeling guilty or feeling ashamed or you're not sure what to do, it's really probably the only place that you can go for guidance. I mean, very Catholic guidance, maybe not very useful guidance if you're just being told to do like 16 Hail Marys and vacuum the floor or whatever, but... Vacuum the floor? Um, right. That's a real That's a real story. I think I had a teacher who, who was raised Catholic and when she was young, she had gone to confession and that was part of her penance was a few Hail Marys and vacuuming the living room. That's just good advice in general to, you know, like you should go vacuum your floor. Wow. Uh Hilarious. All right. Uh, What are you two drinking on your last night drinking time for Drunk Bible Study? (laughs) I'm drinking a really nice sake, a little nigori, cloudy, unfiltered sake, a tozai snow maiden. Um, This often is on restaurant menus. So if you're ever intimidated or not sure what kind of sake to order, highly recommend mm. the Snow Maiden. I think it's good. Good starter. Pairs very well with some nice sushi, you know? That's good. Yeah, I think, I think that's, I've had it before. It's nice too because it's seasonal. It's a Snow Maiden, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Really fits fits with the season. Oh, yes. Yeah, Frozen's opening. She's a Snow Maiden. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our Hong Kong Disneyland Frozen Land is opening. So, yes. Yeah. She's got her own sake. There you go. I went the opposite direction with my choice from what Dedeker did. And instead of going with the sake as kind of a preview of what's to come, I'm going with a Sazerac, which as we all know is one of my go-tos. You're on the kick. But I figure I'm probably not going to have as many of those in Japan because I'll be drinking delicious chuhais and sakes and, you know, probably whiskeys and stuff still. But, you know, kind of getting my last taste of my classic cocktail here at home before going to the land of, you know, strawberry champagne flavored alcoholic sodas. <laughs> it was so good last yeah, week. Yeah, speaking of, in the chat, someone was asking if you'd stolen any more alcohol from other Disney princesses. Yeah. I did actually. Yes. <laughs> well, I got like a, I don't think I stole it, although I will say like I went to a dozo last night and I was like, I got a chew high from you guys last week. And they were like, what? And I'm like, oh shit, maybe I did steal that. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe they just didn't know what a chew high was. Let's, maybe let's they give didn't. you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, yeah, yeah. thank you. But yeah, they had more <laughs> Japanese alcohol. They had a really big um, sake that I'm saving for when you two come. I don't know, Dedeker, if you can see what this sake says, because I got this from them as well. Yamada. Yamada something something. something. Okay. Yeah, Yamada yeah. something something. Mountain Field cool. something something. I'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this one is the tiniest actor. Now, okay, hold on. I'm trying to understand the circumstances, like when there was all this alcohol around. It wasn't a lot. Like literally, that was the only thing. Was it, it was like out or was it like you had to sneak into someone's hotel room and take it out of their fridge and that was the dozo? Because I think that will give us some clues as to whether or not you were a thief. It was out. Like that's the thing. You you walk into the room and they have like all of their shit out and it's like Hold on, by the room, do you mean like their personal private room? And Yes, and- that's the point at Disneyland. Like you you go into people's rooms. They're like, okay, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., like anyone can come in and just take the stuff. They have it all laid out. And one of the things was this big bottle and this small bottle of uh, sake. And I was like, can I, are you sure I can take this? I asked this time because I was worried I because you two last week were like, you took this from them. And so I asked this week, I was like, you sure I can take this? They're like, yeah, yeah, go. So I did. And so that's the that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Wow. All righty. Okay. Should we should we do this? Is this penultimate? This is this penultimate, is penultimate yeah. of Ohai Mark. And this is only one chapter today, one mm-hmm. really long chapter yeah. that we're all going to be yeah. reading together. Yeah. As friends. Oh, hi, Mark. All right. Okay. As friends. As friends. Let's not forget that we're doing this as, as friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. as enemies. Not yet, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Nine years and counting, let's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Yeah. So as Dedeker said, today we are only reading one chapter. We're reading chapter 14, which is a big long O. So we're going to split that up between us. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Mark chapter 14. Okay, all right. It was now two days before the feast of the Passover and the unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they can said, I just, Yeah. Sorry, can I? I'm sorry to I just unleavened bread. I bought this like gluten free Australian or stole maybe. No, I didn't steal it. I bought it from Park and Shop, okay? I was really excited about it. It was like it was like a cracker type thing and it said that it was gluten-free and it it is not good. It tastes like what I, I expect unleavened bread tastes like. It's I, really bad. Yeah, why are you surprised oh. if it's gluten-free? Nothing gluten-free I know, I thought is it was actually delicious. Be better. I thought it was going to be better, but it's not. I kind of want to mm. see if somebody else will take it in a dozo. Maybe I can go to one of the princess's dozos and just oh, leave it. Just that's leave a good it. idea, yeah. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. I know, and just be like, oh, here, it's a dozo item. <laughs> That's maybe great. I'll I'll try maybe, that next maybe one. if you crumble it up and put in like a soup or something add some nice unleavened bread texture I, ha- I bought it for soup I bought it oh, for and even soup then? oh and it's still bad no it wasn't good oh no oh dang oh, I was hoping no. for some yeah. like saltine type thing no yeah, you gotta plant mm. that on a princess for sure yeah for sure yeah yeah <laughs> okay for they said not during the feast because there might be a riot of the people While he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, 
Very costly. Nard. <laughs> this Nard. Yes, didn't we encounter Nard before? I love that Nard. I don't remember that Nard's one. Nard's, it says it's an aromatic ointment used in antiquity. Hmm. Well, that's funny because when I looked it up, it said Nard is a 1981 album by American funk and jazz keyboardist Bernard Wright. Okay, so, so it was a big old jar of that. Yeah. Bernard. <laughs> it's bur- burn that oh, Nard. Oh, that's, I see Bernard. Mm-hmm. It's Nard. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. Or maybe he's like obsessed with the Bible. Who knows? Oh, okay, fun. so it's pure, pure Nard, very costly. She broke the jar and poured it over his head. But there were some who were in Wait, I'm sorry. Did she like smash it over his head? <laughs> Or separately broke it. It's described separately, two actions. She broke the jar and poured it over his head, but like Mm. that would be more efficient if she just crashed it right right on top. Very painful, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But there were some who were indignant among themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for about for more than 300 denarii. Wow. And the Parenthetical note does clarify that 300 denarii was about a year's wages for an agricultural wow. laborer, so quite Dang. quite costly. Wow. Okay, could have been sold for, for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. They grumbled against her. But Jesus said, grumble, grumble, grumble. leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She's done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want to, you can do them good, but you will not always have me. Right, I remember this line now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the most pompous line ever. <laughs> it oh, is kind no. of true, but it is also funny given like what he usually preaches. I don't know. It's true. He's an interesting man. It is weirdly different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm- I guess for him it's because it's right toward the end. But if you didn't know that, it just sort of be this weirdly inconsistent. Like, yeah, yeah, there's going to be poor people every day. Deal with them later. Right now, <laughs> it's about me. Love this me. oil. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Okay. Yeah. Most assuredly, I tell you, wherever this gospel may be preached throughout the whole world, that which this woman has done will also be spoken of for a memorial of her. And that was true because we're reading that story right now. Oh, yeah. wow. Prophecy fulfilled. Check. The woman who Mm. broke a perfume egg on Jesus' noggin. (laughs) Judas Iscariot, who was one of the 12, went away to the chief priests that he might deliver him to them. They, oh wait, is Judas still played by Harry Styles? Sure. I do like that casting. Oh yeah, that is fun, but... That he was in the last gospel. Uh-huh. I don't know. I feel so bad when we so we have so many people we want to cast in this thing that we haven't yet. And I feel bad when we reuse it should be like you know, main characters like this. Like a lesser known kind of shittier actor, maybe. Okay, a lesser known shittier actor. Who do we have on the list? Who's a lesser known? I don't know known if we have that actor. on the list. <laughs> Not that like Wait. we only have top yeah, right. notch. Top notch. I'm just saying actors. to kind of go with you know, or Henry Wiseau? Why did I? That's not his name. Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. I see. Uh-huh. I see what you mean. Right. Right. That it might be weird to have our top talent in this particular production. I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I was looking through our list here real quick. I'll, I'll keep looking while you're reading in okay. case something comes to mind. Okay. All right. They, when they heard it, were glad and promised to give him money. He sought how he might conveniently deliver him via drone. Very convenient. (laughs) 
On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make ready that you may eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and there you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him. And wherever he enters in, tell the masters of the house, the teacher says, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will himself show you a large upper room furnished and ready. Make ready for us there. His disciples went out and came into the city and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. Now, I wonder if that's really the case or if they ended up following like six different dudes carrying water pitchers. And, and then they then finally found the right guy. Finally found the right one. And yeah. then kind of, I guess, process of, I don't know, very culty thinking was just like, oh, this, this is what he meant all along. We were the ones who were mistaken. Sure. And then they just told him, yeah, we found the dude. It was great. Okay, they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with the 12. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, most assuredly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. He who eats with me. Whoa. Which at this moment is kind of all of them, I suppose. Yeah. Um, They began to be sorrowful and to ask him one by one, surely not I. And another said, surely not I. (laughs) He answered them, it is one of the 12. He who dips with me in the dish. Oh my God. I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> dips what? He who dips with me in the dish. So they've got some like, I don't know, guacamole or They got some some, some duca. You ever had like like duca? Oh, duca's good. You know, it's real good. It's like- Suffering? It's it's like, no, not not Buddhist duca. Like Middle Eastern duca. It's like a spice mixture that like you dip yeah. your bread in like a little bit of olive oil and then the spice mixture. It's, it's you know, it's like the Middle Eastern version of the whole oil and vinegar, dippy, dippy. Yeah. It sounds great. Ready, ready, chomp, chomp, chomp. But it's yum, yum, oil, yum. oil and dookie. Yeah, some oil and dookie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it was hummus. Sam was pointing out, it's probably hummus, right? Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, delicious. Totes. Okay, whoever dips in the hummus with Jesus is going to be the one. Four. The son of man goes, even as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. I do like to imagine that after Jesus says that, everyone is avoiding the hummus dish like the plague. (laughs) They're like, no, 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 no. no. Like they're watching him like a hawk. And anytime he goes for the hummus, they're like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, That's it for my part. Oh, okay. That was quick. All right. I know this, this, it's a weird thing, right? Where this is a super long chapter but it's going to go by really quickly. But it's, it's just, this episode's still going to be a little on the short side, I think. But that's just how we're preparing our minds and our bodies for next week when we finish this book. Oh, and we have to do and, a quiz. Uh, get to the big climax there. Mm. And we will do a quiz next week as well, which will Whoa. be, I don't know if we're going to do better because it'll be early in the morning or if our state-dependent memory will do worse because we did all our studying in the evening and then we're taking our test in the morning, you know? Hmm. Yeah, mm, I hear you. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, chapter, not chapter, uh, verse. <laughs> verse. <laughs> One chapter. 22. I know how the Bible works, I promise. Okay. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had blessed, broke it, and gave to them, and said, take, eat, this is my body. We're doing communion. And they're like, ew. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, what? Is your body leavened? I think so. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave to them. They all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. 
I like that he waited till after they drank it this time to tell them. With the bread, he told them first. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is my like, body. This was my blood. Gotcha. Puncture. You had my blood. Yum. Puncture. You're all vampires now. <laughs> no, okay. So this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most assuredly, I tell you. Oh, right. Wait, hold on. This is Tommy Wiseau. Most assuredly, I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet uh, I will not. Mm. Jesus Mm -hmm. said to him, Most assuredly, I tell you that you today, even this night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Okay, that is, okay, Peter's the man. Peter, yes. What do you mean Peter's the man? Well, hasn't Peter been kind of all throughout? He was like in Matthew a lot right? They referenced him a lot. He was doing a lot of things and kind of trying to get in real good with Jesus, trying to, trying to get Jesus to like him a lot. But then obviously you he know, screwed up at the end. I kind of feel like Peter is like the New Testament version of David, hmm. where he's sort of one of God's favorite boys, even though he messes up hmm. all the time. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. Still still, God really loves him. I feel like that's very much like Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. For some, for some reason, he gets a pass. Okay. Like David did back in the day. So all of the disciples kind of, they don't betray him, all of them, but they kind of all leave him at the end because they're little wusses, right? They kind of just like run. Well, and so is that what he's referring to here? Yeah, that they all- He's like, y'all are just going to leave me. You all are going to scatter. Yeah, they all run like right when it happens. And then they kind of reconvene later. So it's not like they ran away for good. Yeah. But but it's like when he's actually getting arrested and all that, that's when they ran away. At least that's how it happened in the last gospel. Is it because they're, it's like when you're at a party and the cops come and you're like, shit, I got to get mm, out of here. Just every man for himself. I'm not going to sure. go down with the ship. Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The ship being Jesus. Yep. Cool. Okay. So, and then uh, Brady Lofton in the chat was asking if Peter is still Bradley Cooper. Oh. I just don't even remember if we recast Peter this time We didn't around. recast. I think it's too late in this book to recast mm, Pete. Okay. You know? I think, I think it's... I, li- I, I like our casting. I do enjoy our casting. That's the problem. Yeah, it is yeah. good. But we're really good. We're really good at it. We're really good casting directors. We're, we're very good at casting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When we have an unlimited budget and every celebrity says yes, we are very uh-huh. good casting we're directors. We're very good at casting. Yes. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, right. So, so Jesus told Peter that he's going to deny him three times, but he spoke all the more. Uh, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Please. <laughs> that's what Jesus said. It wasn't included here, but Jesus said, please. They all said the same thing. <laughs> See, everyone else was like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. definitely. Yeah. yeah. They came to a place which was named Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, the original three, and began to be greatly troubled and distressed. He said to them, my, 
I'm fed up with this world. No, uh, he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. Abba? Yes, Yes, Abba. Abba, The the band. Cool. Oh yeah, I think when this happened last time, <laughs> maybe I don't. I don't remember if this was in here. Yeah, it's the Aramaic word for for daddy. Oh, is that yeah. where the band got their name from, or is that an acronym? Yeah. Uh, um, pretty sure that's where they got their name from, but I, maybe I've always assumed that, and that's not true. This Wikipedia says that it's an acronym of the first letters of their first names arranged as a palindrome. Mm. So nothing to do with the Bible. Interesting. Points in their favor. It does, but they didn't know it. They didn't know. That is interesting. They didn't intend. What if they had named their band Bab instead? It could have been Bab all along. Could have been Bab. Bob. Mm -hmm. Bab. Bab. It's like Baal, but it's Bab. Bab. Okay. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. He came and found them sleeping and was so mad <clears throat> and said to Peter, Simon? <laughs> Good, right. <laughs> Stupid. What? That just, why would they do that? Why would they write it like that? That is really funny that they change in <laughs> mid-sentence. I guess it's to remind us that he has the two names. Yeah, we can this never just, be allowed to forget. This was just making me remember, though, that when I was in middle school, I had this group of friends. And, you know, we'd have sleepovers and play Dungeons and Dragons and all the usual things. Uh, But we had this one guy in our friend group who joined, you know, after we'd been doing this for a while. And one of the other kids in the group named Jason, he just kept calling him Steve by accident. He's like, I don't know, you just look like a Steve to me. I just can't, like... I don't know. I just keep saying you Steve. You mean our friend Steve? Yeah. Yeah. And he's still called Steve to this day. Well, by me. Mostly just by me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I feel like this might be the same thing where Jesus meets Peter and he's like, I don't know. You just look like a Simon to me. I'm just, yeah. is it cool if I I'm call, just you gonna call you Simon? I'm going to call you Simon. Okay. And Peter's yeah. like, well, you're Jesus. So sure. Whatever. <laughs> I guess so. Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Pray and watch that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. I've heard that one. Oh, that's where that quote's from. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again, he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy and they didn't know what to answer him. Little babies. Yeah. He came the third time and said to them, sleep on now, take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-oh. So wait a minute, wait a minute. I saw this meme the other day. It was like... a good start. Okay, yes. (laughs) Yeah, um, it was a picture of a Roman... Uh, soldier looking at Judas and Judas was like putting on lipstick and the Roman soldier was like, Judas, you don't have to go up and kiss him. 
<laughs> and then Judas is like, you do your job, I'll do mine. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry so Styles I, would do it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Get it. Put on a big red pecker. And <laughs> pecker. Oh, that's not that's not the word we use. Pucker. 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 Not a pecker. A pucker. A pucker to put a peck on the lips. I think that's what you're going. Is that what you're going yeah. for? What are we? What are any of us going for right now? <laughs> Wait, does he kiss him on sure. the lips? I. You know, it doesn't clarify, but I've always assumed so. But given that, like, Jesus is putting his mouth on people and stuff, sure, why not? That's true. I guess he could have gone up and, like, spit in his mouth or something, but he didn't do that. <laughs> oh, he just gave him No, a he kissed him on the lips. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. okay, but historically, there's a lot of cultures where platonic mouth kissing is much more common. Yeah. Really? Yes. Weird. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pecker. <laughs> no. okay. Peckers peckers are a funny thing. No, kisses are a funny thing because people are very different about kisses culturally, even microculturally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right? Well, like like Dedeker was saying, some cultures where, you know, that was not a big deal of just sort of a platonic kiss. And yeah. then like kissing family members too. Like I, I, oh, I grew up I in a, a kissing kid. family. Like on the lips, kissing family. Yeah, and to me that is so weird. Yeah, when I was a little kid, <laughs> but not like after a while. Right, I'm like not after you're, I don't know, six or something. Yeah, yeah. So to me that's really weird. Like I had a friend growing up who he would, you know, kiss his parents on the lips whenever they, you know, they would like drop him off or whatever. And that was just this normal thing. And to me, it was like the grossest, weirdest thing. It's like so weird how that gets ingrained culturally. But if you're in Europe, no one gives a shit. Yeah, it's so, so strange. People in Europe but are Europeans like Europeans are all, all in the out. cheeks. No. I don't know no. if they're making out. I think, I think some Italians, some, not making out, but some Italians <laughs> like kiss their parents on the lips a little bit. Little kiss. I think it's not an uncommon thing in the world, but it yeah. feels weird to me because it's not a thing I grew up with. You know? Yeah, I get that. I do. Okay. So I'm actually thinking that this is a good spot to stop for a break. Sure. And then I'll I'll pick it up and then pass it off to Emily to to finish us off here. Great. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break to just say, hey, go bring your friends. Come hang out. Right? We're going to be starting a new gospel soon. So what better time to bring all your friends to the yard? (laughs) And by the yard, I mean Twitch. And join in. You know, especially if you have any friends who think they know the Bible really well, maybe bring them next week when we do our quiz, see how they do on the quiz without having studied as much as we just have right now. Or maybe they binge it real quick so that they can do the quiz with you. There's so many options, and we would love for you to just tell your friends and celebrate the fact that we have made it this far and that we are going all the way. Also, if you want to help... Help make sure that we can go all the way in terms of paying our hosting fees and our editor. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash study. And as a thank you for doing that, we have things like early releases on the show, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection and love. And we're back. Okay, so during the break, looked up some pictures of Judas kissing Christ. And yeah, it it's like he looks sad. Jesus looks sad in some. 
Or in a lot of them, he's like looking straight into the camera or like the, 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 the <laughs> he's like, whoa. Painter. Like looking straight into the camera, like, told you this was gonna happen, right? Like he's kind of got this exasperated look <laughs> on his face. I will say though, there are some images I found from sites like DeviantArt. Uh oh dear. That oh, do dear. take a slightly more enthusiastic oh, dear. approach to the kiss. So Hi, what were your search terms for that? Or maybe we shouldn't share. I just typed Jesus kiss or Judas kissing Jesus. That's all. I just happened to notice like, oh, this result looks different from the others, like more modern. Uh-huh. One of these things kind is of not an, like the others. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like an anime style almost was the artwork oh, is what caught my eye. Uh, not quite anime, but like, I don't know, the art style in a lot of um I don't know, I guess like modern story-based games if they have if they're not going for an anime style but it's like you know more of like a line line drawing with like color blocks I don't know how to describe art I don't know art I'm gonna yeah, read the Bible I, I have no idea what you're talking about but I'll believe you yeah that's cool that's cool <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay where did you leave off where we yeah. left off was behold the son of man is betrayed into the hand of sinners got it verse 42 Arise, let us be going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Sorry, that's actually where we left off. He's just like kind of whatever about it. Yeah. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the 12, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs from the chief priest, the scribes, and the elders. Now, he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, This is Harry Styles, whoever I kiss, that is he. Seize him and lead him away safely. When he had come, immediately he came to him and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. Mm. Right on the lips. With a big, right big, on the big lips. <laughs> yeah, big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. <clears throat> they laid their hands on him and seized him. But... A certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Whoa. Right, we always get the story of ear boy every single Wait, time. That one was that, laid down in history. Is that a random dude or is that Judas that they're talking about? What do you mean? The one who took out his sword? The guy who gets his ear. Oh, they didn't cut off Judas's ear, no. Okay, they didn't cut off Judas's ear. No, it's ears. one of the disciples. I, it is? I feel like in another gospel, it's named as Peter is the one who does this. Yeah, that does sound familiar. I think yeah. in a different Jesus gospel, was like, don't do that. Yes. Peter cuts off somebody's ear. Yes. Is what you mean. Maybe. Cool. Well, yes. somebody, Maybe. in this gospel, somebody, somebody cuts cut off, off somebody's, somebody's ear. ear. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it was chaotic. You know how it goes when yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. an ambush. Yeah. Ears going everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pass it to you, Emily. Oh, Yes. Jesus answered them, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching and you didn't arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. He's like, well, I guess the fulfillment has to happen here, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, the prophecy has to be fulfilled. They all left him and fled. Uh, Oh, meaning the disciples, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess so, yeah. A certain young man followed him, having a linen cloth thrown around himself over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fred and fred from them and fled from them naked. 
Oh, wait, wait. I don't remember this story. Yeah, Jesus be naked? No, no. I think the certain young man came up in in his linen apron. Okay. And then he took off his own clothes and ran away? Does Eugene clarify this at all? Yeah, that's weird. It feels like Jesus is running it's, away. It's really confusing when they don't drop any names. It's just like one young man did this to another young man and you just have to like it. Right. So first of all, let me tell you, at the end of verse 50, when all the disciples ran away, Eugene translates this as all the disciples bailed on him. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Very good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they did. Okay. So Eugene says then a young man was following along. All he had on was a bedsheet. Okay. He's coming back from a toga party or something. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the men grabbed him, but he got away, running off naked leaving them holding the sheet. Wait, I'm so confused about who is who and who's on whose side. Why is this in here? Like, who cares? Who is this dude? Yeah, why is this relevant to anything? Why is this in here? It's not. Yeah. This is some unnamed bro. Let me see. I'm going to check. This is the Tyndale Bible here. Oh, boy. And there followed him a certain young man clothed in linen... (laughs) Upon ye bear, and the younger men caught him. Younger men is all one word, which is fun. <sighs> and he left his linen and fleed from them naked. It's pretty clear. Just a random tangent. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, but so memorable. so memorable. So memorable. They're like, also, there was a naked guy. Yeah. There was a naked guy. It was okay. wild. You remember that, right? Yeah. And then just keeps going with the story and does not acknowledge it again. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that's extremely random. I, I want us to like look up at some point, like, what is the significance of the naked man in Mark 52? Yeah. Yeah, I, somebody's going to make up some on it. bullshit. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll do an image search, don't worry. All right. Oh, good, good. Okay. Yeah, then you'll see his red pecker. All right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> there are paintings of this. What? See? Uh, like actual like Renaissance era paintings of this. Oh my God. Gosh, these weirdos. Mm-hmm. Paints and everything and anything. Yeah. Are they good? I mean. Is he hot? <laughs> On a scale of one to 10. <laughs> okay. I think the one where he's the hottest is this one where you barely see him at all. It's the whole psychology of like what's left unseen, you know? In this, it's like he's almost out of frame and you just see the soldiers like grabbing the sheet as it's like about to come off of him. Oh, and it's like just kind of barely covering yeah. up his bit. You just see like a little bit of back muscles and, and leg, you know? Did they think that that's Jesus? No. What are you talking about? I don't know. Like, I'm just like, why? It's another man. It's another young, younger boy, a younger man. But why are they grabbing what? I don't know. Okay, whatever. I just don't get it. So when I search for like, what is the significance of the naked man in Mark 52? The very first result is a not very well written Christian blog, of course. Yeah, yeah. And kind of the point that this Christian blog is making is, is it's, I guess, illustrating the terror that all the apostles felt at being seized, but I do really like this line um, that this person wrote. Now, I don't think the question we should ask at all is, why didn't he have on any underwear? (laughs) I don't think we should go there. That is just not the point. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. That's extrapolating a lot out of this very short bullshit thing. Oh my goodness. Surely the point is mainly that he was so terrified that he would rather be running naked in the woods than be arrested with Jesus. Okay. I see. So this implies he was one of the boys with Jesus. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I didn't get that from it, but I just thought this was like a random guy who came up, but maybe. Yes. I did want to mention that Samantha Wallace in the chat suggested Tom Cruise to play this boy. Oh, I love that. Uh, because he's short. What? Wait, <laughs> what? does it say that he's short? <laughs> no, just because Tom Cruise is short and he's yes. playing a younger man who we, who we barely <laughs> see, even though Tom Cruise is not a younger man anymore. <sighs> but He's not a younger man, but he does enjoy d- running in films. Oh, he does love well, running. Well, now I just imagine that he, I mean, he runs away but he's still he's still in like those tidy whities like from Risky Business. Oh, and he's doing the Tom Cruise running. run, right? With the, Love that. with the Tom Cruise run. Karate chop hands while he's running. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's a okay. combination of yeah. everyone's favorite Tom Cruise yeah. characters all at once. Okay, great, great. I love <laughs> there you that. Go. <laughs> okay, how do I write this in our casting in our casting document? Uh, I guess just naked, naked young <laughs> naked boy. Man. Every Tom Cruise character at once. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. What's funny is I did find a blog from a professor who I guess teaches the Bible, and the like thumbnail image for this blog is some other kind of Renaissance-ish painting, but that has to be like mosaic censored out because it shows this naked man much more naked than the other paintings do. So whoa. Why does that have to be censored? That we want the give the people what they want. The naked, fu- the naked fugitive. He has his own Wikipedia entry. Dude, the naked fugitive. The naked fugitive. That's awesome. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Oh, okay. Hold on. Some. Okay. I should have gone to the Wikipedia first. That it says since ancient times, many have speculated on the identity of this young man, proposing. Yeah. Us, a proposing Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. First in the list is simply someone else who happened to be there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. That it could be James the Just. That it could be John. That it could be Mark himself. Cool. Whoa, Mark put himself in. The, he's like, dude, it was wild. It was, was wild. <laughs> you would not believe. I don't want to list myself by name, but I'll just be like someone, and even someone had their clothes Ooh, stolen. Wow. I like that. That everyone who knew the story was like, oh, that's Mark yeah. talking about himself. But yeah. he's like, oh, someone we can't, we'll never know who, but someone had his clothes pulled off and ran away. Like what? <laughs> like maybe Mark was like a really big partier and like this was just him coming mm. back from like an all night bender. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he just was, yeah, He it was like a crazy day and he was kind of stumbling home and then all of a sudden like the police pull off his clothes and he's like watching Jesus get arrested and he's, he's like, I got to split, bro. Also, I got to yeah. split. Right, so, right. And then he's like, I'm going to write a gospel. And then he did. Amen. But it was still a little too embarrassed about that whole nudity <laughs> right. situation. Yeah, he's not going to say that that was him you know, right. in the yeah. book. He's not out of the statute of limitations, so he can't incriminate himself. So he has to be a little <laughs> yeah. sly about it. He's like, someone, if it was me, I would know, but it totally wasn't. So 
Is this in any other gospel, though? Because that's telling if it isn't. It definitely wasn't in Matthew. In the Wikipedia says it's not. Only Mark. See? Only mentioned in Mark. Uh, okay, yeah. so it is Mark. Okay. Got it. It is Mark for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love that. No, I, I just want to throw in one more theory that's, that's mentioned here in the Wikipedia, that the British philosopher Jeremy Bentham has made the case that the boy in, in the linen cloth may have been a male sex worker, and that Jesus' willingness uh, to be in such company shows that Jesus did not support asceticism. Okay. So, which I guess that would track because Jesus was very, I guess, pro hanging out with sex workers. Yeah. Yeah. And sex workers being re- redeemable. And I guess that would give this boy a reason to be just in a cloth that you could easily mm. toss off and on again. So Mark was a sex worker. Or maybe Mark was also a sex worker. <laughs> Anything's possible, I suppose. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love that for him. Okay. Okay, can I continue? Please. Yes, please. All right. Okay, 53. They led Jesus away to the high priest. All the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes came together with him. Peter had followed him from a distance until he came into the court of the high priest. He was sitting with the officers and warming himself in the light of the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council sought witnesses against Jesus to put him to death and found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony didn't agree with each other. Mm. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Look, Yahweh, no like, hands. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> yeah, I want, like, telekinesis. I'm going to, like, make it. Mm, that would be cool. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. Even so, their testimony did not agree. The high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, have you no answer? What is it with these te- which these testify against you? What is it which these testify against you? I don't know what that means. But he stayed quiet and answered nothing. He's exercising his Fifth Amendment. What is it? The right to an attorney? No. What is it? <laughs> He's exercising his Miranda rights? I don't know. That's a Miranda rights. The right to bear arms, I believe. The Second Amendment is what he's exercising. (laughs) You have the right to remain silent. Uh, But he stayed quiet and answered nothing. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with with the clouds of the sky. All right. (laughs) That's funny. So like, I don't know, he's going to be sitting on a cloud in the right hand of God, cool, or something. The Tyndale Bible here is pretty amazing, actually. Okay, what? So, so and Jesus said, I am, and ye shall see the sonny of man sate on the right Honda of power and come in the cloudies of heaven. And then this next verse, which you're about to get to, I'll preview here. Then the highest presta, rent his clothes and said, what need we any further of witness? Mm. His clothes. His clothes. His clothes. <laughs> yeah, the high priest tore his clothes and said, what further need have we of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to beat him with fists and tell him prophecy. Mm. The officers struck him with the palms of their hands. As Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the maids of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you were also with the Nazarene Jesus. 
But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you were saying. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Slow our roll. I'm what? Okay, if if the disciples flee, like why is Peter hanging around so close by? No, describe that earlier. Oh, it said it? That, that Peter kind of snuck along. Oh, he kind of like he's havesies. Yeah. Yeah, he has his fled, yeah. but now he's like fully okay. fleeing because he's being like, oh, I don't know that guy. I'm just here to like right. see, watch right. the fun happen. He's like, who? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, okay, I, I will just say like, this is a little bit more violent. Like they're slapping him and stuff mm. and spitting mm-hmm. on him. Right, right. I, d- I do want to just real quick hit you with uh, in the Tyndale Bible when they're hitting him and stuff. Uh, so they they beat him with fisties and to say unto him, Arida unto us. I guess that means to prophesy. And the servants buffeted him on the face. Buffeted? Is the wording it uses. They buffeted him uh, on the face. I mean, that makes it sound funnier than it probably actually was. Yeah, it probably wasn't very funny, yeah. no. Yeah. So they're basically just, they want to kill him because he's kind of a nuisance. He's... Or because he's causing, I don't know, people to fall in love with him. I, what's happening here? Like, why? Why do they want to kill him? It's I don't know. It feels a little bit. I mean, he was speaking out against them a lot, so it's a little yeah. bit like it's pretty openly you know, critical. Yeah, Putin having journalists killed and things like that. Maybe okay. a little bit of that vibe. Got it. Okay. Okay. So he denied it, saying, "I neither know nor understand what you were saying." He went out on the porch, and the rooster crowed. Mm. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood, stood by, this is one of them, but he again denied it. After a little while again, those who stood by said to Peter, you truly are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and to swear, I don't know this man of whom you speak. The rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the word, how that Jesus said to him before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. When he thought about that, he wept. He did it. Mm. He did the bad thing. He did do it. Boy, oh boy. He did do it. You know, yeah. I was just thinking the other day yeah. about the term to say that something petered out. Oh, and it's true. In thinking about this story, I don't think it's related to this, but I like the idea of Saying petered out to kind of mean like you really wussed out like there. You punked out. Like you, yeah. Yeah, you really petered out there, buddy. Which yeah. Is different than I think that normally means, but I like it. Huh. It's true. Yeah, I don't think it comes from that. Nah, nah. No. No. <laughs> but it, it's kind of nice. The, but you can be like, hey, don't someone... peter out on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be a Peter. Don't be a Peter. Like that. That's good. I'll have to say that to one of you next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, but, but honestly, and maybe this is spoilers. What? Despite Peter doing this, he's still one of Jesus's favorite boys. He still remains Jesus's favorite boys. Right. He mm. still becomes a saint. Yeah, that's weird. He's the first pope. Like he's still, oh, wow. you know, he's still considered a cool and good guy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Despite doing maybe the worst thing you could possibly do. I mean, Judas betrayed him and Judas really got the short end of the stick there in history. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like 25 hmm. shekels or something or some pieces mm-hmm. of silver. And then uh, he hang, uh, hanged himself. Well, yeah, you're right. In this one, in this one, there was no payment. At least, no, they said, remember, they said that they would give him money. Oh, they did. Okay. It was, it was an, a non-specified amount of money, but just okay. money. Okay, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. just some money. Crazy. 
Wow. Well, this has been the penultimate episode. Yes. I know. Yeah. Really, truly, Mark has just zoomed on by. I think I said that to my friends this weekend, and they're like, oh, yeah. Like, again, I even the, even the person who is training to become a priest— I feel like they they don't know it as well as the people in the movies do when they're like, yes, mm. Mark 15, 14, you know, and then they start like <laughs> rattling off some verse. Like that's what I expect from people mm-hmm. and I'm not getting it and I'm book. unimpressed. <laughs> yes. You expect the whole book memorized? I don't know. Some people do that in the movies. It's not, it's fine. I get it. I don't remember things the next week either, but but I still feel like when I'm like, yeah, Mark is really brief. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, I think I remember that. I'm like, mm. this is your job. <laughs> you should remember it immediately. It's fine. I'm sure they know very many things about the Bible, more than I do, but whatever. Yeah. I was in a bookstore over the weekend and I happened to see this, book that was titled Reading the Bible Again for the First Time. Um, and I was like, oh, you mean just like reading the Bible for the first time? Because yeah, like what does that mean? Wait, what is that book <laughs> right. about, Dedeker? Like, like what to expect when you're expecting the Bible again <laughs> for the first time? I found it on Amazon. So there is a subtitle. So it's titled Reading the Bible Again for the First Time, colon, Taking the Bible Seriously, But Not Literally. Okay, yeah, so it's like a, let's take a critical look at the Bible. I mean, that's cool and all. Take some fresh eyes at it. But I do like the idea that- Which maybe involves reading it for the first time ever. What if it was like, read the Bible again? And by again, we mean probably actually for the first time, colon, you know- You're an adult now, let's not, let's see this with a little bit more critical eye and awareness. Right, right. Maybe like a, you can believe stuff, but- Let's not try to pretend it's literal or something like that. But people who say that it's the gospel, do they mean literally that they're like, this is it? Like, what's happening there? When you, Hold on. When you say this is it, what do you mean? Like, this is real. It depends on who you talk to uh, because— Gospel doesn't mean that. Yeah, gos- yeah gospel doesn't necessarily mean— that. No, gospel's just that it's like the teachings of Christ. That's just okay. That's just what it is. Okay. But but yeah, some people who say that might believe that or not. But the, but calling it the gospel does not necessarily mean that they think it's literal or any of that. This is the one true word or something. I feel like I've heard people say that. Sure. Sure. But some yeah. people do believe yeah. it, right? Like fundamentalist Christians. That's part of the belief system: is that this is all one hundred percent literally true. Like our speaker mm-hmm. of the house. Boy, oh boy, I've just been trying to avoid that news. Right. <sighs> yeah, well, but really, though. Yeah. Third or no, second it's... line for the presidency. Anyway. No, that's why, I mean, yeah. back when we were doing bonus episodes more frequently, there's this website called defendinginerrancy.com. Yeah. Which is all about that, right? It's And so, like, it goes essentially by every single possible contradiction in the Bible and tries to gaslight you into <laughs> believing that it's not a contradiction, actually. Yeah. So, but it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. All right, Emily, take us home. Okay, okay. I'm. We're going to leave now, and we'll see you next week for the end. 
Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh,